Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, debuting new nickname oh, very wait. soon. Oh, oh, wait, not right now? Well, it's got a story. Okay. It's got a, it's got a yarn yeah. behind it. Because uh, usually, usually what we do... Mm-hmm. is rather than telling each other whether we have anything to talk about on the show beforehand, mm-hmm. we'll kind of horn it into, mm-hmm. we'll square peg in a round hole it into <laughs> the nickname so that we can indicate to each other there's something we should cover mm-hmm. before we get into whatever other bullshit. Man, don't do. tell them how the sausage is made. And, of course, you have to freeze the meat slightly. Yeah, come on, dude, don't, don't! Our secrets! The grinder... The grinder on the stand mixer isn't going to be able to... Don't listen to them, folks. That's not how sausage is made. Do you, I, do you want to? I do have a story. I did receive a fucking dynamite new nickname okay. a few days ago. Do you want to introduce our guest and I can spin the yarn? Because I think, he, I think he'll have thoughts about it. Yeah. Our guest is a brilliant uh, actor, writer, improviser, and musician. Uh, he's a celebrity. In the world of comedy, please, please welcome John Daly. Thank you. Not the world at large. Just want to make that absolutely crystal yeah, clear. Not map making or yeah. military history. God, I wish I was a That'd be nice. cartographer. I, that's you know, I've been going to the flea market every- I'll take your word for it. Every Sunday for, um, you know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I got all these flea market friends. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a one of the best kinds of friends you could possibly have because there's no Do you, you don't have to worry about feeling. Oh God, yes, yes. Because so, you go know, over if... to somebody's house to go through the shit that they can't sell to see if there's anything that I could sell. That's yeah, that's a great. That's a great joy. I mean, I know what you mean because there is that old saying: the best friends are friends with a musky odor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that's why. And everyone's watching them, uh, Marie Kondo. Uh, so they're uh, they're taking out the trash. Oh, basically. that's right. I have heard yeah. that that uh, that the thrift store flea market scene is experiencing a little bit of a boom because everybody's condoing. Everybody watching the Netflix yeah. condo show. But they're all things that make you sad. Oh, sure. <laughs> Super so, sad flea market. Like it brings no joy. Have you noticed an uh, influx in sadness I, in the flea market? I you, it would be very difficult to identify. Mm-hmm. Because the flea market, even at its happiest, shares many of the signifiers of extraordinary sadness, mm-hmm. yeah. such as being surrounded by garbage, um, wearing clothes that don't look washed, um, giving yourself a haircut. These are all <laughs> trying car- trying to get trying to get rid of items that belonged to a dead loved one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. State sales are very yeah, the recently dark. dead. These yeah. are all characteristic of the flea market and also mm-hmm. of sad. Now, I'm not saying that everyone at the flea market is sad. In fact, I I I love the people at the flea market. I I think they're the greatest. My experience of flea markets is like puffy white socks and like new kids on the block CDs. Well, you're looking <laughs> you're looking more at a at a swap meet, mm-hmm. John. You're that is a swap, a swap meet. Yeah, yeah. That is more of like a swap yeah. yeah, if you're buying tube socks and bootleg cassettes. Right, but my childhood flea markets were maybe swap meat, but they were outside and I want to give a special and... shout out to the copy of the Bodyguard soundtrack that I bought on bootleg cassette <laughs> mm-hmm. at the Ashby Flea Market in <clears throat> Berkeley. Nice. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, it's a great soundtrack. But I it's no Romeo plus Juliet. There was an article we're talking classic soundtracks. There was an article about me. I have no cachet as an antique dealer. I don't have much to offer people. Like the guy, the person with cachet is a guy who has expertise about a weird thing, and you can go and ask him, "Is this worth anything?" The guy in the crazy suit and on Antiques Roadshow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, Nick, you're talking about Nicholas Lowry. Yeah. The poster expert. Or yes. the creepy twins. Yeah. Um, they're not on the road show anymore, but yes. No? Oh, yeah? How are Me they, too? Are, are, they get canceled? <laughs> Both twins canceled. You canceled. For totally different reasons. <laughs> one was jacking off in public. <laughs> and uh, the, the other, other one, one came. <laughs> <laughs> right. One jacks off, the other one comes. <laughs> I bet twins. That's uh, how twins work. work. Uh, but like, wh- wait, why are the why? Are, I don't, I don't know these people. Why are they creepier? Are they like the? I'm, they, I'm picturing the they twins aren't. The they're pr- you know what? They're probably lovely. They're just like these blonde twins. Part of their shtick is like we're twins and we talk the same, and they they have kind of a shtick. Basically, they're kind as of antiques like dealers. if if uh, there were twins on the Antiques Roadshow who were both an Andy Daly character. Mm. Right. Is how I would care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you they know. do a great job. They're very popular. Yeah. You know those dudes jack off in public, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got a weird sex thing. We just, yeah. It might it manifests itself in private so they can, far. Yeah. They can only come on an 18th century carousel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> while they're riding on it. Uh, yeah, they they're like, what this in pers- American furniture, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> sure. What this old lady doesn't know is I came all over this Tiffany lamp. <laughs> thing A is, little aside. This thing is frosted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, like there was an, so I have no cachet in this world. And mm-hmm. I've been, I've been talking to these people for 10 years. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The people that I see, you see the same people every week. Uh, you know, some people do some of the shows. Some people don't do others of the shows. You know, how, how are you doing? How's it going on? Whatever. No interest or recognition for, for many, many years or, or any – I had no prestige in the world. Right. But then one of them got hold of an article about me in the Los Angeles Times. Mm-hmm. And now for, I'm going to say, five people I know at the flea market, I'm – the biggest celebrity that has ever been to the flea market. Do they call the you other, Hollywood? Hey, Hollywood! Yeah. <laughs> the other, other five hundred people continue to have no interest in me because I do not know what their stifes are worth. Right? But, uh, yeah. The, the, I I recently. I became, imagine. Well, maybe you got to bring better stuff, man. It was like no one. <laughs> yeah, that, bring some better stuff, dude. Yeah. Your shit's no, got all that like, cum on it. Yeah. <laughs> At least wipe off the cum, baby. Especially the electronics. <laughs> the cum is supposed to be. <laughs> you. Yeah, That's nobody wants a cummy Blu-ray player. <laughs> That's supposed to be what makes it valuable, though. You oh. can get a regular. You can just go to Best Buy and get a Blu-ray player for thirty-nine dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah, have come on, ladies. It, don't gotta... sit on these. You may get pregnant. <laughs> In some kind of sea monkeys reanimation of sea monkeys. Hey, ladies, don't sit on these Blu-ray players. Well, there's, it's both the sea monkeys. It's both the sea monkeys seminal reanimation now, before and I, a scenario in which they're using their Blu-ray player as a chair. Now, before I sell you this you never Blu-ray know player, what people are I have do to let you know: don't sit on. Look, it. these are flea market people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I bet there's. They get pregnant, but it turns out they're just brine shrimp. <laughs> sure, human size. They don't actually yeah. wear little crowns. <laughs> yeah, just disappointing. <laughs> the baby's born, and I mean, I mean, I think, but probably, uh, you know, people who are flea market regulars are still people to whom uh, 
like print journalism is still very important. I These really people think still that read is, the yeah. newspaper. I think that's what it is because I thought this is a, I had never been covered in the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Times. We live in Los Angeles. Show business is based. In, I'm like this is going to open doors. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a call. I'm gonna get a call from uh, Brian Grazer asking me to one of his famous. Unpaid consulting lunches. <laughs> where he goes, Just giving him free ideas. Yeah, goes to lunch with a with a, a gen, an unpaid genius each day, <laughs> so he can steal their ideas, to steal their mind. But uh, yeah, but the effect. And I, my my mom didn't care. Like no one in my family cared. No one here in the office cared. No one that I knew from comedy cared. But it made its hands into one. Woman's hands. She's a cool lady named Terry. Mm-hmm. And Terry made sounds pretty for flea market. I think <laughs> yeah. Terry made a couple. <laughs> yeah. I'm a cool lady named Terry. <laughs> Terry made copies for a couple other people, and they were very excited about it. You know, what you got to do though. What's that? Laminate that sucker. Gotta post it. Laminate it. Blow it up. Laminate it. Post it. Should I then edit it? Everyone a... knows. There's no discussion. Should I put it on like a, a T-shirt or on a cart that I pull? Like those guys who say like I buy model trains. Mm. <laughs> Wear a T-shirt. That yes, says, I buy model trains. <laughs> and you know what? This is great actually because after you laminate it, you can come on it. Yeah, yeah. As much as much as you it. want. Yeah, that'll and, help with the animation suspended animation process <laughs> right. too. It'll keep it clean. <laughs> sure. And look, if you're not jerking off to newspaper clippings oh, about yeah. like articles, you're what are you jerking off to? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cha. Um, oh, auto trader. I, <laughs> I have mentioned. I have mentioned baseball scores. Yeah. I have mentioned this. <laughs> I've mentioned this before on the show, but you know, uh, of 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 all of my entertainment uh, accomplishments, of which there are few, there are some. Some I would say of which there are some. Some and you've you've definitely. met you've met Denzel Washington. Granted, while wearing a funny costume, but sure, still you met Denzel. I've so- met a few people wearing funny costumes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. um, Iron Man in front of the Chinese theater that one time. Oh wow. right, yeah. You're in a Sandra Bullock movie. Sure. The worst one, but still. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the worst one? Uh, all About Steve. I have five lines in All About Steve. Oh, a, wow. Uh, a role for which I still receive uh, a thrice yearly residual check for under $5. Really? Yeah. 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 It's neat. The gift that keeps on giving. You yeah. were on Scandal and your character is not dead, so he could come back anytime. I think that show's canceled, though. Oh. Is scandal? it? I don't know. That's a scandal. Have yeah, you tried you. pitching a reboot based on the tabloid publisher? <laughs> yeah, tabloid publisher who is off camera for most of his lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a tabloid publisher? Yeah. So you're um, Richard, what's the National Enquirer guy's name? I think I am na- that guy. His name yeah. is David Pecker, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, uh, Dave I was, Pecker. I was John Crank. <laughs> John Crank. Oh, yeah. my God. Wow. I don't think, it was like I had a name. I think I was just, I, I think I was Sleazy Tabloid Reporter was my name in the, in the script. Wow. Uh, did you make people call you that on set, like in a method actor kind of way? Like, I did. Excuse me, my name is Sleazy. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, can we make this quick? I got a deadline for my tabloid. <laughs> Jordan, you're, you're best friends with NBC4's Fritz Coleman. Well, that's what I was about to bring up. Okay. Is that, you know, given my showbiz accomplishments, the one my mom is the most proud of is the local weather commercial I did for $100 where I asked NBC4's Fritz Coleman where the best waves were, dude. Did they really give you $100? They did. How oh, old you know, you? I think they should give you $200. Well, 
you know, that's Did you have to audition for it? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I'd do it? anything. Offer for only. Yeah. Offer only. Offer only. $100 only. Yeah. <laughs> I think a. Uh, no more, no less. I think the guy who was making them had seen an improv show that I was in. <laughs> right. Um, oh, also in that same casting roundup, um, former Jordan Jesse Go guest Ryan Perez, who maybe you know from the around. best. He's the, the funniest. Best. He's also in those. Yeah. Um,. So, did you get picked? How did you get picked, sir? Uh, I think this guy came to see an improv group that Ryan and I were both in. Wow. He was like, give me those young hunks. So that's how he kind of started grooming you? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, you're really funny. You get really funny. Oh, you're great. Come be in my... Could be in my Weather commercial. commercials. Meet Fritz. Bucks. I have a standing desk. <laughs> um, <laughs> you will feel dirty after this. Yeah. But that is the thing uh, that my mom is the most proud of, is those weather commercials, because I think all of her friends saw them. And, oh, my God, is that your son? Oh, my God, is right. that your son? So, And it's just kind of audience-specific. It's like, you know, to, to, a, you know, to, a, to a nurse... You, the most famous person is a person who appears on the local news. Right. Because the local news is on TV in the hospital 24-7. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, the Surgeon you find, General. You just got to find your audience, I think is the, is the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, your mom has to find, you have to find your mom's audience. Right. You know, you have to, that's the one thing that hits it, yeah. Yeah. I got to get on the good wife. Yeah. I get it. If I'm on the Good Wife or Downton Abbey, then that will supplant. Yeah, that will supplant the weather commercial. If in I my ever, mom's heart. I gotta get on ever... Al Sharpton's MSNBC. MSNBC. Oh my god, show. you can really? do that. <laughs> I gotta get onto Father Brown mysteries. Definitely. Maybe Hell I can yeah. replace Father Brown. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got a little brown in you. Yeah, Father Green. Honestly, <laughs> yours is the first one that sounds like a really great job. Yeah. Oh, like, that would be great. Would be awesome to get cast what on is that. This? Before I saw. This crime first to crump it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uncanny. Am I sitting here with Father Brown? Hello. It is. Father Brown. Uh, do you guys want to hear about my new nickname? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was uh, at a bar a few days ago and I was standing by myself perfectly still. Mm-hmm. That is, this is important to the story. Were you entirely painted gold? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. I, I was at, I was a, I was an Oscar. I was at an Oscar party. Was the bar at Chicago's Navy Pier? I don't understand what you're talking about. No, you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, like <laughs> those guys that stand. Yeah, those robot still. men who oh, scare right. you and then ask for money. Yeah. No, I was not being. So I was there. I was there with a friend. I'm not just going to bars and standing still by myself. My friend was in the bathroom. By the way, I would just like to take credit for having said Chicago's Navy Pier and not the Grove. I don't yeah. think there's robot men at the Grove. I don't think there is either. Or Union Square. There's a Union Square. There's some Central sure. Park. There's a lot of yeah. yeah. Where's your Where's the prime place? to Hollywood see Hollywood Boulevard. Robot man. Probably, I, yeah. yeah. My My first Walk instinct was say Pier Thirty Nine mm-hmm. in San Francisco, but I've look. We all know from having read Reddit that I talk South about, Street Seaport. I talk about San Francisco too much, so let's go with South Street Seaport. Sure, yeah, a great yeah. reference. Those guys always, yeah. These are yeah. all they do. They just scare you, and then they're like, "Pay me." Sure, yeah. yeah I no. smell horrible. Pay mm. me. <laughs> right. Metallic paint on. <laughs> yeah, that I know. Is yeah, my yes. This paint has fried my brain, <laughs> you know, so my eyes look weird. I got cast in a local television commercial in San Francisco that wasn't on television. It was a interactive web commercial of some kind mm. where they paid me three hundred dollars. Shit, man! Wow, to jump out from behind bushes. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. It was like the worst job I've ever had in my life. Yeah, go ahead, Jordan. So I'm standing. Still, 
Yeah. By myself. You've got the thing that goes. No, I do, I'm not. Mouth. I'm not being a robot, man. I'm socializing. <laughs> You've got your. I'm not box. on the clock. Sorry, ghetto blast. So you're stock still in a bar, and why is that? That's weird too. Well, it, I'm. Somebody puts it down. Nothing. In your I had a, a friend I was talking to, and the friend was in the bathroom. So and, I, what was I? What am I supposed to be doing? Oh, okay, so Mantronic like, starts yeah. playing. I'm there yeah. to socialize. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so you're stock still, yes. still stiff as a board. Yeah. Um, and a, a, a man kind of dances up to me. <laughs> and I could tell by- Is this a bar, like a dancing situation? <laughs> Not or really. There's, they're, 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 they're blasting some tunes, uh-huh. and it's lively in there. But there's not like a dance floor. Right. right. He's kind of the man, having some fun. Do you man's... remember what was playing? Uh, that'll enter into it. Okay, great. I'll, I'll get to that. Great. But yes, I do. So this guy dances, so this is like maybe 50-year-old guy motorcycle jacket mm-hmm. um, with some like sewn-on patches. Sure. Not like punk or metal patches, but like Bugatti patches. Right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of dates. <laughs> so this guy kind of- Maybe he's sponsored. You know? Yeah, could be. He's got to wear the jacket when he's out. Um, he's got always got to be drinking Bugatti brand energy drink <laughs> yeah. in case the paparazzi catches him. She kind of dances up to me, and he kind of leans. Those Alfa Romeo assholes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck them. He leans in, and he's like, "Hey, troublemaker!" <laughs> Whoa! And then dances off. <laughs> and then I'm holy so, shit. Hey, troublemaker! He oh. says. And I. So I'm thinking, why did this happen? Yeah. So I mean, and it's and was I, it a flirt? Was I, he like, hey, trouble? I don't think so. I think it was a bro down. <laughs> Although I don't, you know, I don't know signals. You right. know, I sometimes am a little, you know, oblivious when it comes to that stuff. So it could well, have been flirtatious, a no matter what. Even I was if it's... clocking it as a bro down. Right. Okay. Could have been wrong. There's right. a. I think a bro down flirtation is a thing. That yeah, sure. definitely like yeah, that's a flirtation. If you're going, hey, troublemaker. Hey, it trouble doesn't maker. matter. Yeah, what you're your right. intention kind is. Of... You're flirting with this guy. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like. Going over in my head what just happened, would have wondered, hey, troublemaker. So oh, he, it's so weird. And I'm like, does this guy recognize me? Like, I'm like, from fucking what, though? Like, what have I done that this guy, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I, like, sometimes eat gross food on a popular YouTube channel. Maybe that's it. Maybe his kids watch it. I don't, I don't know. This guy mm-hmm. definitely is like, oh, shit. There's cotton candy. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Could be. Could be. But so I'm trying to figure it out. And then he kind of dances back toward the bar and he leans in and he goes, How's it hanging, troublemaker? To Second you again? Time, or? To me again. How's it hanging, troublemaker? This is. And then wow. come, and then a third time comes back and he stands right in front of me and locks eyes with me and starts to play air guitar <laughs> to the song that's on, which is Dream On by Aerosmith. Whoa. <laughs> so he's doing a very, and I could tell by maybe his fingering that he maybe actually plays guitar. Right. He's like, he's purposefully, and he looks like the kind of man who can play Dream On on the guitar. Cool. Uh, and Another so, plus. And so I say, this guy rules. So I say, hey man, cool air guitar. And he's like, nah, dude, it's a soul guitar. <laughs> and then he leaves, and I don't see him for the rest of the night. Anyway, he's playing his own soul. Yeah. Well, wow, that's it's pretty a cool. Soul guitar. It My soul be. pops out in the shape of a guitar. It's possible that he's playing someone else's soul that he stole. Yeah. And so or like a steel... one in a bet. Yeah. 
And yeah. John, I knew Mr. Bugatti, and I knew you <laughs> were coming in. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about for the rest of the night is I just met a John Daly character. <laughs> like that seems like a guy you would play. Hey, in troublemaker! Something. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, you can't write that. I was thinking like that's insane. That would just be like, what is this? Yeah. Like, stuff is just so, and people are insane. I watched, he was like, I'm going to pull a trouble. I wonder if he does it a lot. John, I watched a short film mm-hmm. in which you starred as a, one of those guys that sells you uh, a suit with a shirt and a tie and a belt and shoes. Yes, yes. For $99. Right, right, yeah. And it's so. It's called men. It so deeply upset me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's pretty upsetting. I don't think I can even look at a belt that matches shoes. Yeah. anymore. There's a forever. lot of negative um, close-ups. Just very like uh, cursed close-ups of awful men's clothing in that. It yeah, it's really intense. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. It's also very funny. I want. Oh, to be it's clear. called Men. It's on Superlux.com. I think still mm-hmm. uh, they closed as a company, but I think Again? it's still up on that. A second time. Yes. Yes, I think so. Yeah, or definitely, they definitely did. Yeah, but uh, John, I want to ask you about a music show that I saw you do. Yes, which was fucking hilarious. Thank you, you so have much. A new music project? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I'm doing this album mm-hmm. of songs, and um, it's all different comedy songs. And the common thread is every song has a sax solo. Uh, I play saxophone, and so every song, that, if it's a trap song or if it's a country song or whatever, it's got a sax solo. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm making this album, putting out all these uh, songs and doing a residency at the Satellite. And then uh, I, you saw me on tour, right, with Man Man? Yeah, so I and, – and I was telling Jesse about this, and he's like, can John Daly play the saxophone? And I mm-hmm. was like – dude can blow <laughs> thank you thank you if you played it since you were a kid since i was eight okay yeah, yeah. like in school band and shit like that? in band never in bands but in band yeah. do you never yeah. literally never i mean you didn't even play in like a, a ska band in 1998 or no like i was a... like anti-ska i hated ska and now i've since then i i was on a tv show called those who can't it was really funny and i'm in the series finale I think as yes as as a ska musician <laughs> so I got to play a ska singer and I got to tell you I was like damn this is fun Change and my your tune. my backup band your tune, huh? was the Aquabats who wow. are an amazing band right and I was so just you like weren't even playing I am saxophone fully on board band. with this no I was just Acting, I had creepers on. I was like acting, you know, like a ska dude. What was your like... <laughs> What was your costume? So creepers, that track. Creepers. I think it was a um, sleeveless uh, vest, like mm-hmm. jean vest or something like that. Yep. And then like black spiked hair, like dyed black spiked hair, very uh, you know dark. And then I think at some point I had a fedora. Yep. And I had like it was like a a vest but with a tie. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then like well, I forget the the pants, but like you know, very on brand for ska kind of kind of pants. Sure. I feel like and I got to learn one of the Aquabats songs and like do it with them, and I was just like, this is a uh, fucking exhilarating. I feel like yeah. ska is like musical theater in that reasonable people can disagree whether it's a fun thing to watch. 
Yeah. Or listen to. I think, you know, there are people who fall on every side of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a song on my album about ska. It's but there's Bring Back Ska. It's yeah. not, is it a ska song? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's no... Third wave ska. In both cases... <laughs> the be- I think we can all agree, the best wave. Mm-hmm. In, in both cases, no fucking question that it's like one of the funnest things to do. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I've never played with a ska band, but like, if somebody said to me right now, would you like to be in my ska band? I'd be like, yeah, sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. I was like, in high school, I was definitely like ice cold, like indie rock. I wanted, you know, like... Fugazi and like hard. I was tried to be very fancied myself, at least very hardcore. And then I realized in college that I missed out on Prince and like so much music. You know, I was kind of closing myself off to by being into Guided by Voices, I guess, vaguely, <laughs> but also like loving Billy Joel secretly and like listening to Jimmy Buffett up until like 10th grade. And then, yeah, and just being a dork and listening to Ween and stuff like that. And, and, uh, then, yeah, yeah. I uh, I expanded my musical vocabulary past that, but I definitely missed out on ska and would have had so much fun in a ska band. Did you practice playing your saxophone between when you stopped school banding and right. today? Well, I actually stopped. I kind of was in jazz band in high school for a second, and then I stopped and joined choir because I wanted to do – I wanted to sing. And uh, that was better. But then in college yeah, – and I hated – I mean it would be terrible not to share it. Yeah, exactly. And my – and my uh, my sax, I put it away, put it back in the ca- – I cased it, gathered some dust. But then I I never really enjoyed it until college when I, like, would rent out or just, like, sign out a uh, practice room and go in there and just, like, practice scales and try and improvise. And then I was like, wow, oh, wow, I can actually kind of make this sound good. And I'm not good, but I can make it – you can fake <laughs> saxophone. And there's, and like, have there's it, a I can showmanship, make a great, too. I can make a great sound come out of it, yeah. but I'm not necessarily in <laughs> complete control. So I'm not – I'm an amateur sax player, but I'm pretty good. You, know? you sell it, too. Yeah, exactly. It's all about – it's about the songs. It's comedy. It's good enough yeah. for – yeah. Uh, and I <laughs> – it was so interesting because I saw you open for Man Man, mm-hmm. who are uh, who are, like – a kind of a funny band, but also probably they're 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 further from comedy band and closer to legitimate indie rock. Right, right. And they they have a sense of humor, but they're definitely just like a indie rock band. Yeah, yeah, and I think that probably like a lot of guys who like technical music like them, like like yes. you know, they're like incredible. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. I think if Badass. you like complicated like bass playing, yeah, you're a fan of Man Man. Yeah, and the horn section and everything. Yeah, they're great. Um, they and, were recommended to me by Jaco Pastorius, so. What's that mean? It's a complicated bass player. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Complicated mentally and phys- and his yeah. is very complicated She's bass. a complicated anyway. man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, go ahead. It's like, what is he thinking? Why won't he text me back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and you- I always do the rules with Jaco Pastorius. <laughs> sure. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you got to do the rules. You got to yeah. get the ring, baby. Mm-hmm. If you want to get the ring. I do new rules. I'm like, new rule. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to play flute. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Bill Marsh. Show was great this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Bill. <laughs> Love you, Bill. Keep saying the N-word every three, <laughs> three years. <laughs> See if anyone notices, bro. <laughs> um uh and the and you go up there and do a song called I'm eating pussy with DJ Khaled. I don't yeah. know if that's the that's the title name of the, of the song. song. I'm eating it's pussy ref- with DJ Khaled. It's the refrain. Well, he came out like four months ago and was like, "I don't eat pussy. I don't eat my girlfriend's pussy." And right, it's just what the fuck? Why would you say that? Like everyone knows your girlfriend. It's disgusting. Like it's super weird. And 
what is sex a one-way street with your big deep belly button you fuck, <laughs> disgusting man you think it's pleasant anyway go ahead no but i mean i think in that led and i was interested in this story too of dj Khaled coming out as night eating pussy because Ugh. it contained perhaps it it caused perhaps the greatest internet moment of all time and i think the headline or something was you know uh, you know i don't eat pussy because you know because it's it's not you know it's 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 not fit for a king or something. He was referring to himself as a king, right? And then the Smash Mouth Twitter account retweeted this with the caption: "A king who doesn't is no king at all." Right. Oh man! And it was so fucking. Smash great. Mouth takes the high road. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. the low road. When apparently. he doesn't go low, we go high. Right, exactly. Oh, Smash brother. Mouth was was breaking San Francisco Giants news on Twitter last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Smash Mouth Twitter account. Uh, so they're connected. Is, they have some kind of connect. Yeah, what? they got their hookup. They're from San Jose, so Jeez. you know they're 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 plugged in. So it's not just tour dates, exactly. It's also, it's also content. And these guys live in big news. Guys live in big fat McMansions. Yeah, in San Jose. They're like, get off my lawn, <laughs> all star. Shut up. <laughs> Quiet. I'm eating pussy. I'm eating pussy. I am. I'm, I'm rubbing my goatee devouring. on a clitoris. <laughs> Can you imagine that little goatee? Ooh. Scraping oh. up, scraping up. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if he makes the shape of an L on his forehead yeah. when he's licking the <laughs> <laughs> with his finger and his thumb. Yeah. Ugh. That's good. There's a lot of Thank smash mouth so much. pushy eating jokes. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very good. Anyway. <laughs> um oh, but like and I and I'm like, fucking this dude is singing this. Eating Pussy about DJ Khaled's song mm-hmm. in front of a pretty serious indie rock audience. Yeah. I thought it was great. Oh, good. What 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 is it like when you're on tour with a, like, <laughs> musician's musician band right. doing doing pussy-eating right. material? Well, they're it's a country fans, song too, first of all, are legion, and they come out in droves, and they, yeah. they're like weirdos, and they paint their faces white, and they are... Intense. Yeah. Um, and it's great. Yeah. Painting faces um, white sounds fucking great. It's great. What a yeah. fucking great fan thing to do. Yeah. And there are just like, man, there are people dress like Ryan. And it's, it's like insane. the dorkiest <laughs> thing in the history of the world, but like the effect must be super oh, cool. When you look yeah. at the crowd, you're yeah. like, Jesus. Look at these people with white painted faces. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's like going to an amazing art opening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's a very art art oriented thing um but uh yeah so it works out great you know um there's a maybe some crossover some people i'm sure are just like what is this but it went really great we went to like you know san diego and petaluma and santa barbara there was one show i forget where it was that was kind of like all right fuck you it was just like and people were like just it was reno wasn't it I wish it was Reno. I wish I, could, I would love to play Reno. No, Visalia? I won't say the name. I won't say the name. It wasn't Petaluma, though. Was it Visalia? Uh, no, but that's a great... Redding? No. Needles? <laughs> <laughs> Blink twice if it was Vallejo. Yeah, my tiny... To- yeah, Vallejo. <laughs> Downey? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was it was fantastic, basically. Yeah, it was. It worked great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It re- Rancho Cucamonga? God, I wish. What a fun thing to say. Oh, yeah. What's up, Cucamonga? Ranch Kook? <laughs> Ranch Kook? Do you think the guys who live there call it Ranch Kook? What do you, how do you think? Our Kook. Our Kook. Our Munga? Our Kook. 
Our manga. <laughs> Rep our manga. Guys, you want to hit the mung this weekend? <laughs> you guys want to head back to RC? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because it is a lot, and it's a lot, you, you have a lot of different genres as well. You mentioned right. trap music. I don't think you played the ska song. No, I did not. Yeah. That is, um, yeah, it's still in the works. Sure. But, yeah, I've, it's um, all different kinds of songs. I also write, wrote a really personal song that's like a five-minute long song cycle about my family. <laughs> so <laughs> About the yeah. dailies. Yeah, about the dailies, exactly. Um, and my brothers came out in December and played it with me on stage, and it made me cry, and it was lovely. And, um, yeah, I made a song with uh, Colleen Green, who's oh, cool. a great really? um, rock yeah, and roll great. star here in L.A., and um, she does my live show a lot at the Satellite, and we'll play. We wrote a song together, and then she plays her own stuff. Um, when, yeah. you're, when you're composing, are you composing mostly on saxophone? <laughs> No, I'm doing it on actually just my phone recorder. Just do it. I kind of like compose so you something. Just play I, the saxophone into the phone recorder. No, I don't really think of songs with the sax. I just think of like little bits of songs and sing it out or write it or something. And then I'm usually kind of going like. Sometimes it's like retro. Sometimes it is a saxophone genre. You know, so I have like. What are the top saxophone genres? Um, Top three. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> um, M83. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Sade. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, some there's there's other stuff. But sometimes it's I'm, I do like a Highwaymen song, like Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, like, and then, you know, wedge saxophone into that. And it sounds great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it does work um, and a lot of different stuff. And also, like, I've got kind of a Croft Verky kind of song, and we uh, just do an electric sax solo on that. That so. feels like that makes it. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for. I'm ready for uh, electric sax solos and Croft Verky type songs. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's um, some crisp, clean um, music. If you ever want to do like a weather report fusion jazz kind of thing, that's I difficult. Can, I can give you Jaco Pastorius' number. <laughs> May he rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Why do you pretend he's alive? And Jaco, I know you've read it. I can see when you've read the text. Yeah, he used to. And come, don't tweet. He if went you haven't to, texted me back, I know you're not busy. He went up to Miles Davis and said. Hey, Miles, I'm the best bass player in the world, Jocko Pastor. I'm Jocko, I'm the best bass player in the world. And Miles <laughs> Davis was like, all right. And like a week later, he was in his band. He was like, okay, you win. You are the bass, best play, bass player in the world. That's a cool jazz story. It's cool. Yeah. The Jocko Pastorius, um, what's it called? Biopic? Or no, I wish it was a biopic. I yeah. love biopics. Um, uh, documentary. Uh, so the... Um, Behind the music. So the Smash Mouth Twitter account is breaking baseball news, but we're... Mm-hmm. Um, highlighting jazz tales. You know what? Mm-hmm. This is a useful podcast. I'm pretty sure John Daly just told us a cool jazz story about cool jazz. Wait, uh... somebody told me that this was just jiving. <laughs> oh, no, just jiving. Wait, are we reports. supposed to get into some serious it's stuff or are we just jiving out? No, this, this same in this same booth mm-hmm. on Monday mm-hmm. nights, just jiving records. So oh, I think he just probably damn it. fucked up your calendar. Oh, there. man. All right. Well, I'll come back and we'll just switch the times if I okay. understand. No, but I, we do we, host we, it, we but do we do need... glue on goatees. Oh. <laughs> 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 we do host it. Yeah, just, oh, did, man. You, did you notice the beret under your seat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I got to put for that tomorrow. on. No, it's for tomorrow. No, it's for it's the tomorrow. home radio audience, I'm putting on a beret. <laughs> it looks that's really cool. Again, that's for tomorrow. Okay, cool. This is Jordan Jesse Go. Right. Okay, cool. So 
So yeah. this is this show is mostly Jaco Pastoria stuff, yeah. <laughs> okay. but the rest of the jazz stuff is on Just Jiving tomorrow. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. So Jaco was a visionary. He would play two, no, this, two so, melodies at the same time and two different time signatures. It's and, most. Uh, I, can I be clear? Like when I say that this show is mostly Jaco, I just saying the words Jaco Pastoria is not really. It's a lovely name to say. Into it who is. he is, or any context for those words. Yeah, that's stuff you should say for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Jocko is um, it's uh, Bulgarian for um, pasteurizing piss. Pastoria. <laughs> Pistoria. I messed that up, but um, wow, it was funny. I think it it worked. The concept was uh, funny, but only in a in a way like it it would work way better on uh, just jiving. But you know, what are you going to do? It's fine. Anyway, we're not doing just we're not doing uh, Jocko tomorrow. We're doing Ayrto Morera Mm. tomorrow. Oh, fascinating! Wow. So. Get your. You can bring some. Sorry weird... about the cross wires, dude. Yeah. Anyway, well, this is a great day because this was, I gotta say, uh, spring forward, and I didn't realize that it was spring forward until like three. I, I usually know when these things happen and definitely fall back. I'm like dreading the day, but this was the first time in a while when spring forward happened just by like looking at my. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna stay late. Like when I was driving here, I was like, this is fantastic, the best. It's really nice. It's nice out. It makes me. Insanely happy, like it makes me like a two levels happier. You love a spring Great. forward, huh? I love a spring forward. Yeah, you there's love a the spring way in it your set. Steals an hour of your sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, I don't mind the hour of my sleep if it stays lighter longer. It's so lovely. I yeah. had on so spring forward is you know Sunday morning. Can I have another water? Sorry. On Saturday night, on Saturday night, I uh, I had the my daughter's first sleepover party. At hey, fun. cool. Uh, and these children slept. Did you guys from... watch the Beverly Hillbillies movie like we did at <laughs> my childhood sleepovers? Yeah. <laughs> did you watch some really uh, disappointing porn? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we watched Mary Poppins Return. Okay, cool. Uh, which is a, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out to Lin Manuel Miranda. Shout out to that guy, our, our close personal friend, Lin Manuel mm-hmm. Miranda. Um, and uh, you know, like it's cool. I forgot. That like they would go to sleep at eleven and wake up at four. Mm, sure. Anybody did any was right. anybody freaked out? Did anybody need to go home? Nobody freaked out and needed to go home. Uh, and everything they were thrilled to be there the whole time. Great. But anyone get pink eye from a pillow fight like me? <laughs> <laughs> pink eye from a pillow fight. Everyone got pink eye. Yeah, sure. If you don't getting, get pink eye, it's getting, weird. For getting hit with those shit pillows. Yeah. Just like you're bleeding Taking a little a bit. Taking a shit pillow to the face. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Some kid's fart pillow. <laughs> I just fart in this for years. <laughs> There's six years worth of farts in here. Here's a baseball card with all my boogers on them for the last 10 years. Sure. Uh, anyway, a kid yeah. in my neighborhood. Do you, really want, did that. Do you want to see that? Oh, yeah? The baseball card. Do you remember the what, the, card. what was do the baseball card? Do you remember card? what baseball player it was? Um, it was a Pittsburgh Pirate. I think it was probably, I John don't remember. John Candelaria. Someone like, <laughs> someone like um, Bobby Bonilla or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, um, probably uh, Don... Sluggo slot, maybe or Kent or Mike Tacovi Lavalier. His, oh, Mike Lavalier, his platoon mate. Yeah, that was when I cared about the Pirates. Was Lavalier definitely oh, yeah. the fucking Spanky Lavalier years? Am I right, Jordan? Spanky, do you want Spanky? Do you want to see my dad's cum covered <laughs> Blu-ray player? <laughs> my dad comes on Blu-rays, and I have my boogers in a baseball. Card. <laughs> We're a very bad family. <laughs> Sorry.
<laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Nussi Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, troublemaker. You know my son. You know my son, uh, Frankie Curtis, my youngest son. Mm-hmm. Um, he already had all these nick- different nicknames from just being the youngest, and I think we're just cutting loose. Yeah, and really enjoying calling I, calling a kid whatever. I was calling him Meat for a while, which is short for Meatball. Cute. It was just a little Meatball, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, How man. old? Eat that little Meatball. He's just turned two. Is his name Frankie? Uh, his first name is Curtis, and his middle name is Francis. We call him Frankie sometimes. That's cute. And uh, anyway, he started getting mad at us whenever we would call him by his name, and we we were pretty confused. And it suddenly became clear that he will only respond to the name Gaga. Okay. He says, uh, wow. Eh, I'm Gaga. <laughs> yeah. There's someone else like that. <laughs> not, sure. Not I'm, a strong I know talker. another uh, yeah. petulant diva yeah. <laughs> that insists on being called Gaga. We'll only respond to Gaga. Sure. Not Gaga. Anyway. They're both in the shalalalalalos. Shalalalalalos. Your son has like a surprising intimacy with Bradley Cooper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Were you like, they definitely date. They definitely date. Lady Gaga is in the Shalalalalos. My son is in Shanana. Oh, yes. Almost the same. I can see how you get them confused. Cool. I like a rockabilly baby. Yeah. Jordan Jesse Go, of course, brought to you every week by all of the members of MaximumFun.org. Go to MaximumFun.org slash donate to support us. Max Fun Drive right around the corner, Jordan. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be pretty fun. We are, we already recorded our uh, bonus episode. It's out there if you're a member uh, with the great Sarah Morgan. Yeah, grab it. That was a blast. If you're uh, if you're a donor to Max Fun, you get a lot of cool bonus content. Yeah, you want to hear an ep- episode that we uh, recorded on a boat that we bought earlier <laughs> that day? Uh, <laughs> a lot of cool stuff up there. Carried to the lake in front of our office. Yeah, you can hear that if you're a member. Anyway, we're also this week brought to you by our friends. At Zip Recruiter, you know Jordan, I'm a small business owner, and one of the harder parts, I imagine, I'm not a small business owner. I'm the uh, star of you local Genentech. weather <laughs> commercials. You own a large business. Yes, uh, I've heard hiring can be very hard. Hiring, it's hiring is is rough because here's what happens: you put you put your job you put your job listing up on some random website, and then you get ten thousand applications. You got to sort through them. You got to look through them. You're like, oh no, well, not this guy, oh, not this lady. You yeah. know what I mean? Sounds the whole like, time, you're just going, oh, not this guy. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you need ZipRecruiter. They send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. They use powerful matching technology. They scan thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. It's so effective, 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. That's four out of five, Jordan. That's a great ratio. Right I like, now. I like them ratios. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank God they give out that web address. It's an exclusive one to yeah. try for free. Yeah. This is not just ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Do not share it with the hoi polloi. Okay. <laughs> right. This is an exclusive web address. For years. Sad that you guys uh, sold out. Well, <laughs> to Ma- Max Fun. 
Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, baby. ZipRecruiter. Daddy's got a cocaine problem. <laughs> Thank you, ZipRecruiter. Everybody knows. It's going right up my nose. <laughs> it's not. Uh, we're also brought to you this week by our friends at Squarespace. Now, Jordan, as a creative professional, mm-hmm. you, of course, as I mentioned, own the company Genentech. <laughs> sure. Uh, you need a website. I... You need a website. What, sell your products. Showcase your wares. Display your creativity. Well, to get that website, you're going to want to talk to the fine folks at Squarespace. Yeah, you can blog. You can uh, sell stuff. You can... Create a beautiful personal website for uh, professional purposes, for personal purposes, for sensual purposes. <laughs> They've got beautiful customizable templates created by world-class designers. Again, no bullshit regional designers. No regional designers. It's a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions, analytics to help you grow in real time, plus that 24-7 award-winning customer support that I have used myself. Uh, For my Squarespace website. uh, Hello, uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. Is this Squarespace? Yes, it is. Can I help you with your website? Yes, please. Thank you. Do you want me to do Just one of these Just a perfect, voices? dramatic <laughs> I could have, I could have interpretation of how 24-7 yeah. their support I mean, is. That, that works. It works perfectly. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code JJGO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain at squarespace.com and enter the code JJGO. Do you know what that stands for, Jordan? No, I don't. It's just a random series of nonsense letters, right? Yeah, it stands for, uh, shit, what's the fucking jazz show? Geronimo, Geronimo, get out. (laughs) Geronimo, 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 get get out. out. And it's a creative spelling of Geronimo. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's with a J. It's like Your Majesty. (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, troublemaker. Um, John Daly. <laughs> Peter Sagal. <laughs> so your nickname is Peter Sagal? Uh, yes. John Daly, Peter Sagal? John Peter Sagal Daly. <laughs> I'm just a big Wait Wait fan. Forgive me. Yeah. Well, aren't we all? Yeah. It's a yeah. great show. It's a terrific yeah. show. Yeah. It's a um, fun, fun way to get your news. Yeah. Um, so... Shout, yeah. out, shout got... out to shout out to our colleague Paula Poundstone. Yeah, Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber. Hell yeah. yeah, Helen Hong out there on the panel sometimes. Shout out to Tom Bodet. We'll leave the light on for you. Yeah, great jokes and much like Smash Mouth, you know Bodet eats pussy. Yeah, you know he goes down. Yeah. Down. He tilts that hat back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he wears a fedora. What do you think he's Tilt got the light on back. for? So he can look at a pussy. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. so a total fucking yeah. laser target. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that light on. Motel uh-huh. Six. He's a weirdo. He's mm-hmm. got the meth pipe. Motel Sixty Nine. No, right. Come on. Probably yeah. not a meth pipe. If he's lucky. Probably not a meth pipe. Just a clean, yeah. comfortable room. Yeah. She tries to go down on him. He's like, no thanks. <laughs> This is about you, baby. (laughs) I'm here for your pleasure. It's me, Tom Bodette. We'll leave. We'll turn the lights off. 
I have an NPR show, guys. (laughs) Cool. Come on. What's that like? We're keeping it clean. Yeah. We're keeping it lean. This is complimentary. We're keeping it clean. All right. What's next? We're complimenting Tom Bonet. I think pussy eating is a positive. It's definitely. First of all, first of all, we want to take this opportunity to acknowledge Mm. that we, along with the rest of the world this week, learned that Alex Trebek is seriously ill. Uh, we love Alex Trebek absolutely, as, just as yes. everyone else does. Uh, we do not take responsibility for this. It's not our fault, uh, and we feel bad about it, in case it might be our fault, yes. since we've been talking a lot so about Jeopardy. We have Jeopardy. a Jeopardy-related uh, a related tally going on, uh, John, for you and maybe people who are tuning in for the first time. Yeah. Like, we wanted to see how many- And have somehow made it this far into the show. <laughs> like, I like yeah. it so far. <laughs> yeah. Tom Bodette's stuff was strong. <laughs> yeah. Think about coming on the Blu-ray player. That was good. Oh, that was, well, I use Blu-ray players as a chair. This joke makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, you're a guy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you can sit on it all you want to, baby. Yeah. Make a nest. Get that cum up your butt. <laughs> and then uh, watch some special features. Yeah. <laughs> that are included on God. your Blu-ray Mary Poppins, God. too. <laughs> I hope those menus are interactive, Jordan. Love an interactive menu. Uh, is there a trivia game? That's my dream. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, last week on the program... We asked our listeners to call in if they had a fez, and our goal was to find out if we have more listeners who have been on Jeopardy or more listeners who have a fez. Now, I want to be clear. I specifically excluded shitty costume store fezes. Right. The two types of fez that are acceptable are, number one, a real Shriner fez, or number two, a real North African fez. Mm-hmm. These are the two categories. Re- both real types of, I mean, one, a borderline racist insulting weird cultural appropriation, but both are real fezes. Like Quality a Shriner garments. one is cultural appropriation. That's the weird cultural appropriation one. Right. Yeah. But it's so old and weird that it seems like its own culture thing. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have a fez yourself, John. You're I saying. own a fez. Yeah, we were talking before the show. I own Was a fez. Was it part of your uh, costume as a ska singer? Um, no. I, uh, do ska people wear fez? That's, yeah, no, that would I be... would say that's more of an ultra lounge singer. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. They're more beanies. There is a segment of ska that uh, you would wear that. There's oh, a right. bim, bim scala bim. Maybe there's some stuff Good that's more loungy. God, I forgot about yeah. that. I know yeah. about all the subsections of that stuff. Yeah. They yeah. probably do a ska version of Midnight at the Oasis. <sighs> you know they do. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> Come on, John. Honestly, honestly I, imag- I imagined it and it sounded fun. Yeah. yeah. Be, you yeah, know what? It would be a big hit. It would be like Weezer covering the many songs sure. yes. that they cover. We all love those. Yes. Um, but um, what was the thing? Oh, yeah. I have a fez that is a full on Shriners fez and it says something that. That feels ancient and has a scimitar on it. And mm-hmm. I thought it was cool at some thrift store, and I got it, and it's kind of like in my costume um, large trunk mm-hmm. uh, thing. And um, or maybe one of my many um, uh, plastic bins. Uh-huh. But um, then I have a weird, not Fez, but it is a Robin Hood. I can describe it's like a Robin Hood, it's like the era of Shriners clothing, but it is a 
so weird. It's like a pointy green Robin Hood hat. So uh-huh. there was some oh, yeah. Shriners-esque super weird thing that wore these like oh, right. smart little hats. And <laughs> it was the very strange thing. But those are the two like weird. We're a men's hats. group. Yeah. We're the merry men. Yes, we're and the we, merry men. And we pick up litter on the side of the highway and march in parades. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Rotarian. I don't do any of that silly stuff. We wear tricorn hats. Right. Right. Yeah. Dignified like tricorn hats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I'm in Smash Mouth, so which is another popular men's group. Brian, what what did it end up being? What did our what did our, what is our current total of Jeopardy contestants who listen uh, to Jordan Jesse? Guy? So as of as of last week, uh, it was 18, and we added two more this week. So we're at 20 Damn. Jeopardy. Pretty uh, good. A couple of people were were busy. They got behind. They were busy memorizing almanacs. How many wi- how many winners? Because uh, that's what I count ca- I, I count as a Jeopardy <laughs> participant. I don't right. care about the losers. <laughs> uh, there's one four-time champ. How about Kenny Jenny, baby? <laughs> he hasn't called in yet. No. I'm sure he's a fan. He's got to be a fan. KJ? KJ. KJ loves to goof around. JJ and KJ. JJ and KJ. Perfect. A match made in heaven. KJ go. Um, so, okay. So 20 total Jeopardy contestants. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and now, now, what can you tell us about the response to our call for Fez owners? Was it... Overwhelming. Uh, how did it go? Can, we, can I can I tell you something here? That this this is this is a piece of information that I learned on Twitter mm-hmm. that really threw off all our calculations. Mm-hmm. I think we learned that one of the Doctor Who's sometimes wears a fez. Right. So we probably have. I mean, I think we have probably have a lot of Who fans. Yeah, uh, and so probably there's more fezes because they're of called people. Hoovers, <laughs> Hoovers. Right, Hoovervilles, Hoovervilles. <laughs> a space shanty town erected oh. during the Great Depression. They're um, just into that one Doctor Who with the fez. Yeah, so there is the one Doctor. That, so I'd I probably... would love a Hoover town of just people who used to play Doctor Who and now want their pension. Right. Yeah. Uh yeah, so so we probably uh, so we probably probably the people a lot of the people who own the fez in the audience probably have it for who dress up related uh, uh, events. Yeah, I was thinking we would have some people who were Gen Xers who were into fifties and sixties Americana kitsch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I figured we would have a few Dana Goulds in the audience. Not the comedy genius <laughs> Not there's part. There's only one Dana Gould. Not the comedy genius <laughs> part. Okay, but he's also part. a comedy Not genius. Not the comedy exactly. genius part. Right. Just the part where you're into kitsch, kitsch Americana and, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, like Kate boom, boomerang tables and that kind of thing. Right, right. And uh, and then I thought we might have a couple of uh, like actual North African people. Uh, like maybe a Moroccan or that two. seems like it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I thought one or two, maybe. I mean, sure. we got we got twenty Jeopardy contestants. If there are North African people, the chances that they're well, you know, maybe their parents own a maybe they own a fez. Hey, look, maybe they mm. own a fez. What am I talking? Who do I know? What do I? I don't know anyone. <laughs> Me either. Yeah, and then, I also don't know anyone. And then I thought maybe just a couple people who just bought it at the thrift store and yeah. have it in their sketch comedy costume trunk daily. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I figured I figured it would be competitive. Uh, but this Doctor Who situation has really thrown things out of mm-hmm. whack. Because if you'd said to me at one of those 
famous scarfs that Doctor Who's wears. I know he wears a famous scarf. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Doctor Who swears by. Yeah. <laughs> the man swears by he this. swears by this bright scarf. You know, That's the coolest look, probably. Great yeah. Who look. Yeah. I know that there's some who maybe who wear a Fair Isle sweater. I'm not an expert on the outfits. Hard to say. Um, there's, say a, there's a white tux one, I think. There's yeah. kind of a white suit one. And now there's a woman. Are you if thinking you can, of, If you can believe it. Are you I don't know what kind of, of hat she wears. Doctor Who or KFC commercials? Oh, KFC commercials. Yeah. No, KFC commercials. Okay. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they get their pension as well. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah, Doctor Who is something that people are very into. They sure I've are. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I mean, look, I've tried. I've tried, too. And you're the new a, ones and the old ones. It just doesn't connect. My brother loves it. And there's just something missing with it where I'm just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. It's bad. That, is that why people <laughs> like it? It's bad? <laughs> hey, everybody. I just can't do it. John Daly, what's your Twitter account? What's your Twitter uh, handle? Maybe uh, it's a good place to hand that out. At John Daly, J-O-N-D-A-L-Y. Hit me up. Let I, him know. You know, well, let, her, favorite doctor is. let her rip, let her Daleks. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yay. Oh, no. Now I, I effed myself. Okay. No, nah, you're good, uh, you you're good baby. You have to answer to no. my grandmother's ghost because she was a big fan <sighs> of the show. She watched it on PBS. Cool. Well, when are we summoning? <laughs> Tonight, Summon baby. the ghost. <laughs> Summon the ghost. <laughs> Bring back the dead. <laughs> so what? So raise her from hell. How do you? How do you feel about it now that we know that it's a, a Doctor Who thing? Where, how many uh, fezes do you think we're going to have? I'm going to guess thirty fezes. Thirty fezes, John. What, what do you think? How many fezes? If we've got twenty Jeopardy champions, how many fezes? Oh wow! I, I'm going to say. 20 Jeopardy champs, the margin of error for liars there that want attention, I would say is three. So let's just say sure. 17 or 23 maybe. Okay. Or, yeah. No, yeah. 20 So you 17. think three are lying by saying <laughs> yes. You're saying false, Je- false Jeopardy contestants. Think, well, it's more likely that they lie about a fez than a Jeopardy, so we have to also take that into consideration. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's subtract three from both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fez, I'm going to say- Brian, can you call Nate Silver, please? <laughs> I'm going to say Eight. Eight, eight fezes? fezes. Okay. Yeah. Eight fezes. Wow. Okay, guys. I, I previously, I think on last week's show, I made some kind of prediction about uh, uh, that said that it would beat it, but narrowly. But now that I know about this Doctor Who thing, I'm blowing that up. Please don't say beat it. Uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Sorry, I know you like to keep it clean. Uh, I'm gonna say. 58 fezes. Wow. Damn. Okay. That's a well, lot of hats. I feel like I am I have some metric as... No, I mean, but may, this might be... I think th- what might happen with you is you might have that Price is Right $1. But, okay. Yeah. I, okay. Great. So that could be could have been a could have been a good play on your part. $1 boy. <laughs> That's my nickname. <laughs> nope. Sorry. It's uh, Peter Zagel. <laughs> Peter Zagel. Uh, Brian, uh, let's uh, what let's let, let's hear the answer. Yeah, so uh, it was uh, completely overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Brian had to count them. Yeah, wow. Was, okay. So, so. Uh, I I put them into categories. So we got five straight up Shriners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got nine straight up admitted Doctor Who. Like I got it as part of a Doctor Who, Whoa. Uh, um, you know, cosplay thing. Eighteen 
uh, North African ones, Morocco or Lebanon or Turkey. Like a lot of people who were traveling and they traveling and went and got it. Um, and then eleven who were in a lot of inherited from their grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, haunted fezes. Yeah, ha- yeah. Uh, two Aladdins. And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, two people are Aladdin. <laughs> that, now one of those is definitely a liar because there's only one Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking of the character Aladdin. We're talking about the sexual identity Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin. Uh, a uh, one tiki guy because uh, I guess it's part of a tiki thing. And then what's yeah, up, man? The, I'm tiki <laughs> man. I think the tiki guy. That's the kind of that's the kind of not comedy genius Dana Gould guy. I mm-hmm. was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that person could be. A comedy he makes genius. a fruit. It could be a comedy genius. Could be a comedy genius. I don't know. It might be Blaine Capatch. Could be Blaine Capatch. Hard to say. <laughs> uh, three that were specifically Cthulhu themed. Cthulhu. Cthulhu themed. Yeah, Cthulhu, I, I the thought, Lovecraft character. Yeah, I, oh, monster. I, it was just one guy at first, and I thought, oh, that must be some sort of novelty thing. And then two other people had those themed things, so maybe that has something to wow. do with How him. do you pronounce that word? Cthulhu. Cthulhu. I've never known that. Okay. Cthulhu. I've only seen it written. That's cool. How many Tintin cosplay people? No Tintins that I'm aware of, but they could And then there were 39 that kind of didn't, that were just vague. So Damn, what was the what? Fi- what that's was the, the liars. final number? Yeah, so the the final total of which is eighty five. Wow, that's crazy! I think five of those could be discounted as like uh, goofy novelty store bullshit. So you could say eighty, mm-hmm. but you know, eighty five, eighty to eighty five. Shit, I mean, anyway, you slice it. That's a landslide. Fez, yeah. okay. Fez, Fez. Let me ask you this: How many of our listeners do you think have that kind of hat? Where there's two beer holders on either side. Oh, so we're trying to beat Fez now? <laughs> yeah. F- less than Fez. I don't think that's a contest. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think less than Fez. Yeah. I think less than Fez, too. Beer holders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Fez blew me away. That blew me, me too. away. I mean, I thought it was going to be a lot, but boy. Yeah. Boy, boy, howdy. 80, over 80 Fezzers. What's How many, a better okay, kind of hat? What kind I, of hat I think could I be? Can I, I think I can beat it with another kind of apparel. Okay. How many people out there have a drug rug? <laughs> Do you know that? That kind of poncho, yeah, right. That stoners wear. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Striped. you call that. It's I have one. Do you? Yep. Do you call it a drug rug? Uh, no. Mine is a little nicer than what you would call a drug rug. I bought it thinking it was a rug and then realized it was a poncho. <laughs> Started wearing it around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we can beat Fez with that. With ponchos. I think drug we have, yeah. drug think we have enough. Drug type ponchos. Yeah, I think we have enough people who were stoners in the 90s. Are we including, though, are we including, like, ladies? I mean, remember, like, five years ago, women were wearing ponchos all over everywhere. It wasn't that exact, like... Mm-hmm. It wasn't that exact kind of like, whoa, what's up, man, kind of poncho. It was different <laughs> kinds, like some were knit yeah. instead of woven. Right. Um, they have different are, patterns, yeah. It, but the, but there's that universal, I know you're, yeah, the universal shape. Like yeah. kind of, get it okay. at a swap meet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the kind that, that either a character from Point Break or Poncho Villa would wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One or the other of those. That, or like that a senior kind. frog's. Like or somebody right. who has... everyone at Senior Frogs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. So how many of those do you think there's gonna be? I think we could get a Hundy. And, and I think we can get a Hundy drug rug. Brian's gonna have to count these by hand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because they're coming pa- in on paper the paper ballots. Yeah. 
How many people is the pool? Is this all your listeners or is this people who have been to your live shows? Uh, this, this is all yeah, our listeners. Yeah, people listening right all now. All listeners. Yeah. Can, okay. yeah. Right. Everyone within the sound of our voice. I'll say like over 150 with drug rugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's... I don't know. I think we can do... We could do now that Fez's blew my mind, I'm just yeah. like, the drug rugs seem more popular. How about cowboy hats? Just like who has straight up cowboy hats? Yeah. It's got to be more than that's Fez's. That's going to be hundreds. Yeah. 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 That's too many. Too yeah, many. I'm trying yeah. to think, is there something else that is part of a pop culture costume? How many people own their own lightsaber oh, that was custom be, made for them? like 749 yeah. own their own lightsaber. Oh, how many yeah. people have a Harry Potter robe? Have one of those Harry Potter academic robes. No, yeah. I think I like this drug rug thing. People yeah. should have to show a picture because the margin of error is crazy. We trust our listeners. Shall yeah. We? We trust okay. our listeners. Why would they lie? Well, it's more fun to not do the work, but I like to know the real thing. Okay. <laughs> That's it. It's drug rugs this week. It's drug rugs <laughs> That's versus amazing. fezzes. <laughs> we had 85 fezzes. How many drug rugs do we have in the audience? <laughs> Email us at jjgo uh, at maximumfun.org. Uh, I love knowing that drug rug. <laughs> it's called the drug rug. That's yeah. so great. Hashtag at JJ Go on Twitter. Hashtag drug rug. Yeah. Or call us at 206-9844-FUN. Uh, we did have one Fez call, Brian. Yeah, this is kind it's of- like when uh, frat boys get spiritual. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel a little spiritual on vacation. Mm-hmm. I got my South drug America. rug. <laughs> yeah. Changed um, my life, dude. <laughs> yeah, this. Th- so this call is a combination, momentous occasion, and- uh, and and Fez uh, talk. So. Great. Well, we're transitioning into momentous mm-hmm. occasions. When something momentous happens to you, call us at 206-9844-FUN, like this person did. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I uh, had a little bit of a momentous occasion last night, uh, which is that I, for the first time, slept with a, a dude, and I was pretty excited about it. But I wasn't going to call until I was listening to the podcast this morning, and I heard the call for people who own fezes, and I am part of a group of board game nerds who <laughs> all wear fezes um, <laughs> to identify Yay! as a group, because uh, we're big nerds. <laughs> like and when you're at nightclubs? was... The last call by the Polly dude, and I am also Polly, although I'm not, I guess, in a throuple. So, uh, <laughs> didn't quite hit that mark. But, uh, I was, was just very serendipitous, and I got excited. So, hope you guys have a great week. I mean, first of all, we love you too. We love you too. I want to fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, He's mm, uh, like a fucking are, sweet peach, doesn't he? Yeah, he's just are, the nicest person in the world. He's insanely weird. Love him. Are sometimes our listeners make me feel like I am I am not living life. I know. <laughs> I not like what? Why am I not part of a? Oh, I don't know if the, the board game club is polyamorous. There's something amazing about just being like, I fucked with a dude last night. I'm psyched about it. <laughs> anyway, the Fez thing. <laughs> What is happening? And I'm Polly. It's a man who is living life. Yeah, he's living life. Fucking it sounds like a blast. living life. You know Making he, discoveries, challenging himself. Do you like, think he fucked with the Fez on? 
Oh my god, I hope so. Post yeah. post board games. He's probably sure. he's definitely come in the fez. Post wits and wagers, <laughs> he's like this game of wits and wagers is over. <laughs> it flips the table and sure. they fuck. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so you have to keep it on with one hand, I bet. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe you put some barrettes in there or something to keep it on. I don't it know. Looks like it's I'm cute. the mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, mastermind. Oh man. That's All right. Fun. We got to see who the werewolf is. Can I tell you? <laughs> I'm trying to think of another board game. Can I tell you? I had a Fez occasion. Mm-hmm. I t- I uh, took my uh, my son Oscar mm-hmm. out with me, and we were doing some garage sailing. Guess what we guess what we bought ourselves? Fez. Fez. Yeah, Fez. fucking Fez. Oh, got him a Fez. Cool. Yeah. He was like, "Can I have this hat, Dad?" I was like, "What a timely request." That's great. Yes, you may have is it that a hat. child's Fez. It's a man's fez, but my child has a man's head. Ah, sure. Right. All of my children have enormous heads. Yeah. We had to take all our children to the head doctor to like measure, and then they kind of would like look at the the brain doctor, like looks at my <laughs> wife and I with a concerned look, and then puts the tape around our head. This is three times we've done this. Wow. Puts the tape around our head, looks at it, and goes, mm. all right. Same Three thing? different times we've been required to take our baby to a man wow. who measures our heads, then says, eh, well, yeah, yeah, these kids are all you skull. Got, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I got a big head too, seven and seven eighths. Hell That's yeah, my hat size. Hell yeah, yeah, pretty big. Cool head, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, hey, it's, uh, cool I got head, a, bro. Yeah, it's the same one I've always had. Yeah, that I love that guy. Just nice. He's always had seven I'm and seven eighths. I like how he, I like how he was like, and I am not. In a throuple. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you can you can get there. We believe in you, caller. You, we believe you could be part of a throuple if that's what you want. I yeah. think you could I don't be know in if a he quadruple. Was... Sure. Yeah, quad quadruple. Yeah. Get into whatever kind of configuration you want, baby. But yeah. you gotta if you if you want to be in a quadruple, the secret is you got to stay up on the on the latest web architectures, <laughs> particularly Drupal. Mm, sure. Kind of yep. on top of Drupal. I think I know what Drupal is, so I think I'll trust like you a on that one. Content management. Oh, web yeah. sounds useful. Yeah, let's ask that dude. Yeah, the thing is, is you got to have a lot of communication when you're in a quadruple. That's I've got it. It's communications key. You, you got to have a lot of meetings. You got to have really good contact management. That guy seems like he's conch. really good at communicating. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian, let's play this. Amazing. Play this next call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest, whoever that is. Uh, I'm going to say John Hodgman. Close. Daily. Close. So I, was, I have a momentous occasion. I was just biking in the uh, – my name's Adam. I live in Taipei. Uh, I was just biking on the Riverside Park, and I came by a small fire, and I put it out. Uh, yeah. Using some buckets of water from a nearby garden. Hell then, yeah. The police came Dude, this and is great. said, okay, thanks, and then left. Um, so hopefully it doesn't start up again. I guess I have to get back to my bike ride. Nice. Um, it's a great way to ring out, ring out the ear. Uh, hard as a mountain and quite literally wet as a river. I'm by the river and I used water to put out this fire. Is that too on the nose? Anyways, love the show. Bye, guys. To be clear, you're hitting the streets. Sure, yeah. That's, that's the this slogan for slogan. this year. Yeah. Um, I, you know, maybe it was just because of what, you know, we had been talking about. And, yeah. And again, this listener has not heard this episode yet. It's not even out yet. I'll play it for him. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I, uh, where I just. Brian, 
book me passage to Taipei. <laughs> Why didn't that guy start with sex shit? Yeah, I thought we were going to. He's like, I, I hooked up with a, a girl for the first time with my cum. <laughs> where I thought we were going, and I was disappointed when it was just with water, boring old water. I know. What a snooze. Buckets of water from a nearby garden. Yeah, come on, man. Jack off on a fire and join a thruple, baby. Yeah. It's the 90s. Punch it up. <laughs> We're all jacking off on fires, joining thruples. Come on. It's 93, man. Yeah. Jurassic Park's coming out soon. <laughs> Let's all go see it, baby. Hip hop array. Sure. <laughs> you got to um, get home in time for John Leguizamo's House of Buggin'. I think the last episode of Charles in Charge is happening. Yeah. End of an era. Yeah. Love that show. That guy seemed really nice. He did seem nice. Didn't I mean, he? Like, yeah. that's our listeners. You know, I think they're a nice bunch. That was uh, a nice guy. A lot of was trivia a... fans, a lot of board game fans, and a lot of people who are challenging uh, typical norms of what it means to be in a relationship. Also, a lot of people who were abroad and lonely. <laughs> yeah, that was want maybe... to hear English. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And hey, you got to give it to us. We do speak English. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's great. Guilty as charged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love it. No French on this show. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, we had a great time. We had a lot of feds. I love you both. Yeah. Thank you. This was fun. Oh, I, I well, loved so it. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, really? So oh. Let's take a break. Let's take a break, okay. and then we're going to wrap it up. I don't want to get in just a second. Okay. God. You don't know the format of the show. We're, I'm we're, not dictating the pace. No, That's no. all I know, John, and I should I really- uh, John, it's fine. Okay. We're going to take it's a break, fine. and then we're going to wrap you. it up. Thank you. It's fine. Go play your fucking saxophone. We'll be back in just a second Shit. Hi, it's me, Paula Poundstone. And it's me, Adam Felber. We have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. It's a comedy podcast where we bring on experts to teach us stuff we need to know. And by the way, the guy who came to tell us what to do when you encounter a bear never showed up. Anyway, it's fun. You are guaranteed laughs in every episode. You can't really guarantee laughs. What if somebody doesn't laugh? We'll get sued. Join us for our next episode where we have an expert in consumer law explain to us how to defend ourselves against one humorless litigious shut-in with enough time on their hands to sue us over our unfulfilled claim of guaranteed laughs in every episode here at MaximumFun.org. The Cat of the Week is Mabel from Green Bank, West Virginia. Mmm, this cocoa is perfect, honey. Oh, thanks, babe, but the kids made it. Sherry, Kevin, how are your Max Fun Drive decorations coming along? I made a giant enamel pin for all of us to put at the top of the rocket. But, moms, I always put the pin on the top of the rocket myself. Oh, Kevin, honey, it's time to start sharing these things. Whatever. The pod fairy isn't real. Mama and mommy pay for our quality podcast. <gasps> mommy? Mama? Is the pod fairy fake? Well, sweetie, the truth is no one pod fairy could make all the wonderful shows you love to listen to. And it, it's true. Your mommy and I choose to pay a small monthly amount to make sure those shows exist. Hmm. I guess it does take a lot of work and resources to create a podcast. From generating ideas and booking guests and writing scripts and editing. Um, yes, honey. That's very important. 
And starting March 18th, we can listen to the year's best Max Fun Drive shows, knowing that we're helping make them happen. We wish you a great Max Fun Drive and a cool It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, troublemaker. John Daly, Peter Sagal. I got to tell you guys, if you're bike, let's say you're biking along a riverfront path in Taipei, mm-hmm. and you see a small fire, mm-hmm. you better hope there's some fucking buckets in that garden. Yeah. Because yeah. you're going to want to put that fire out, baby. Mm-hmm. Can't let Taipei burn down. That, by the way, also is like the one of the best Jordan, Jesse Go calls if we ever need to pitch... New storylines for Tintin. Right, sure. Or possibly. No, that's not boring enough to be in Tintin. Get the buckets <laughs> of water, something, Snowy. Something, something happened in that. Curious George <laughs> books. Curious yeah. Georgia. Oh, no, a fire. <laughs> John, yeah. I'm trying to take the heat off your Doctor Who thing by bagging on Tintin. So I want the people to come at me and not you. Maybe there's. I want to take that from you. Maybe there's some tin heads out there. You oh, you know. know there's some tin heads listening. Oh yeah. By the hey, way, tin heads. Tan tan. <laughs> hey tan tan. Hey tin heads. Your comic's boring. It's a snooze. <laughs> uh, like Paddington. Uh. Anyway, I'm just trying to take the heat. I'm just trying to take. Are you? The heat. Thank you. Are, did you loop? Paddington into your things you're taking the heat on? Uh, no, I mean I know, listen. I know that people love those Paddington movies. I've not seen them. Yeah, they're they're really they're they're very fun. You people love to, to tweet. You praise. don't need to see them. They're for children, but they are really fun. Um, yeah. But I what I I guess to me, and I've talked about this on the show before, that I regard Tintin, Paddington, Babar, Little Prince as like boring European children stuff that was pushed on me as a kid, and I resented. Anyway. Yeah, the Babar Prince, definitely. Babar's the a Little snooze. Prince is extraordinarily boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I love the movie with Gene Wilder when I was a kid um, and that like weird little boy and it was cool and they had that evil snake in the grass guy and I loved it but it is horrible and um, <laughs> and the book yeah is a total snooze but it's a cool idea God, and sent re- X God bless him I read it to my daughter a year ago and <laughs> I was so mad at it the yeah. whole time I was reading it, she was confused. I was like, I don't feel like I can bail on this because it'll just mean that anytime we're reading a book and she gets a little bored, she's going right. to want to bail on it. Mm. And that's going to be like a lifelong mm. problem for her reading or whatever. After he cooks on the volcano, you're like, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> that's cool. Hey, he cooks on a volcano. All right. He thinks of a few <laughs> cute things, but what's the point of the whole fucking thing? Existence. Uh... Preaching to the choir, baby. Yeah. Uh... It's garbage. <laughs> Hey, Santa X, hang up your quills. <laughs> you suck. You suck. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing about Babar, though. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Babar oh, in general. Boy. Now here's the Babar chunk. Wise old Babar. <laughs> Babar in general is pretty is pretty <laughs> whack. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I think the aesthetics of Babar... It's iconic. ...is fucking dope. Yeah. Babar is a cool-ass elephant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all his elephant friends also are fucking turnt out, like that fucking elephant general and shit. Yeah. They all look killer, okay? The f- original Babar book is just the most 
fucked up colonialist bullshit mm. in the history of the world. You read it, you're like, what the fuck? Like, this is just like, this is like the most literal parable about like taking savages from the jungle and turning them into Frenchmen that you've ever read in your entire life. You're oh, like, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. It is oh, so fucked. And then there's wow. these other Babars, which are substantially boring. But there's this one called Babar and the Wooly Wooly. Mm-hmm. And then that one, Retaxis, the king of the rhinos, tries to steal this Wooly Wooly because he doesn't mm-hmm. know how to make friends. Mm-hmm. And the fucking Retaxis has this bedspread that is so dope that it makes up for everything else in the entire Babar series. And he lives in a sweet pyramid. Yeah. And he's got a cool fucking... Uh, rhino army hat no, that's your opinion man but then they're like in the balloon and it's like then the queen uh said oh yeah, it is quite uh, a nice view uh, jam it on, is a nice view jam on sunday yeah uh, all those books <laughs> jam on sunday toast and jam <laughs> jiminy crickets what <laughs> oh, oh I, babar i wasn't never had jam on a sunday you still yeah. got jam on your trunk because oh. you're an elephant babar <laughs> to the wash basin with me uh, twas? Yeah, I, I was a kid. I was snoozing. Let me watch Mask or G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, put on some masks. Put on some masks, man. Fucking masks. That was cars, a motorcycle the cars had guns. Cars had guns. A motorcycle gun. helicopter, dude. Oh, yeah. It's both at the same time. Dude, all the, the ejector seat, uh, from the ejector seat to the motorcycle helicopter. Yeah. Can I tell you one thing? Marmalade on my linens? Twas. Oh. I, all those. <laughs> Madeline, by the way. Madeline. Yeah. I, I hate it. <laughs> Can you imagine if, if Jordan had to read Moomins? If Jordan was out here reading Moomins. Moomins is boring. That's fucking, that's that same shit. Father's Snuffbox? <laughs> Twas? Twasn't? On Father's Snuffbox? <laughs> mm, Twas. <laughs> Jordan got too close to the Moomins. <laughs> Moomins sounds like a snooze. <laughs> falling asleep over here thinking about the Moomins. John Daly. It's a mask. Popeye, Popeye also weird in an old time <laughs> way. Yeah, with those like like uh, <laughs> clones that run around with like the big noses. They're just these. They just go like beep 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 beep. It's like but really also, disturbing. Oh old. yeah, Eugene yeah. the Jeep. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He's just muttering to himself. Can I he tell you my one, my yeah. one opinion about Popeye that I have? Yeah. Why does he talk like that? What a fucking asshole. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Enunciate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, skilio, bully, bully. <laughs> Yeah. Give me a break, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. G- Fucking talk project. regular. Project. Talk, just talk <laughs> regular, dude. Yeah, talk regular, man. And you know what? Fucking Daffy Duck, man. Sure. Talk regular, dude. On, I can hardly tell impediment. what you're saying, dude. Hey, whoa. All you're right, being a little right, bit problematic right, about sure. people with speech impediments. And they Seriously, might be. I think he though. sounds beautiful. I think he sounds beautiful. Porky Seriously, Pig, though. Brave. Porky Pig, stick yeah, with one descriptor. Talk regular, dude. <laughs> talk regular. Talk regular, Porky Pig. Talk normal. Right? That's the Porky Pig game. Talk rag, normal. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My bad. And Bugs Bunny. See, that's the good stuff. All right. Let's just talk about the good stuff because that was just empty cartoons. out here writing bits. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why not? That's what podcasts are for, right? Yeah. For finding Porky. When's the last time we heard from Porky? Uh, that's all, folks. That's, I can't really yeah. do besides it. No, the new, that was like SoCal Porky. Besides the, <laughs> besides the new Merry Melodies film that you're writing. Yes. 
where else can our audience find their regular doses of Mr. Jonathan Daly? Um, just follow my Twitter. I put all my stuff out on uh, J-O-N-D-A-L-Y, John Daly, at John Daly, and my Instagram is John Daly Graham. And, um, yeah, got lots of stuff coming out, lots of videos dropping. And uh, what about this sweet? You, what about this sweet album? When are we gonna get our get our little our our, our little liquors on that? Dropping singles because that's the way you do it. And then yeah. I'll put the album out later this year. Great. Um, if you're in Los Angeles, come to see my show at the Satellite March 19th and every every month. You servicing radio with that? Um, R and B. Am I servicing radio? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, you're gonna be you're gonna be gonna have some song, oh yeah some song pushers working that. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's all payola for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna be uh, under the table. Sure. Under the table. That's where pay. Tom Bodette likes to be. That's right. <laughs> I just fucked around with the guy, <laughs> and uh, he gave me a radio spot. <laughs> um, yeah, trying to get it out there. So uh, love it. I love music. I love comedy. And I love you guys. Oh. Oh. I love you, John. John. And I love fun. Jordan, and I love Jesse. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Too. Let's go. Yeah, we're a throuple. I would like Yay! to be a throuple. Oh, that would be great. Why not? Oh. Communication, though, it's key. Yeah, you yeah. got to be like, what are your parameters? And I'll be like, what are yours? <laughs> <laughs> and let's both say our parameters at the same time. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. One, two, three. <gasps> parameters. Uh, sorry, guys. Bam. I... I can't be in a throuple. Mm. My oh. website is built in WordPress. Mm. Oh. Different CMS. Mm. Boy. Mm. That's a joke for all of us. We all love it. We all so love it equally. Um, uh, if you are in the L.A. area, uh, I am going to be doing our buddy Joseph Scrimshaw's show at Geeky Tees and Games. This is the Game Night Variety Show. Uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to be doing. We're going to be goofing around with some sort of games uh they have a funny bunch of guests for that that is march 22nd 8 p.m at geeky teas and games in burbank um eight bucks and yeah i think uh you can go to brown paper tickets to get those tickets uh so come to that it's on the 22nd sounds sweet it's gonna be sweet can you get teas there i think so one would hope Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris. Hashtag you Jordan Jesse Go tweets. Hashtag JJ Go. Call us 206-9844-FUN or just send us a uh, voice memo from your telephone uh, to JJGo at MaximumFun.org. Next week is the Max Fun Drive. I hope you will join us there. It is going to be a hoot and a half. Maybe even a hoot and a holler. Hard to say for sure. Yeah. Tune in to find out. Uh, can I tell you uh, something that happened on our Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com? That'd be great. There was a little discussion of what is a good example of something cutty, mm. something being cutty, mm-hmm. which I think is Northern California slang. Did it, do people say cutty in Southern California when you were a kid? Yeah. Right? It means, you know, uh, not as good, cut rate, half-assed. Well, it means oh. it's coming out to cuts. Mm. Maybe yeah. I don't know what it means. Is that, is that what it means? Am I using it right? No, you're you're yeah, we're writing about the same. Yeah, sure. I thought that was like David Fincher. It's a little <laughs> cuddy. Oh, sure. Lots you know, of, lots like of edits. bad David Fincher. Yeah, <laughs> got it. It's a cuddy. A got cutty. it. A lot like of Fincher. Kind of cuddy. Mm-hmm. Too many cuts. Or <laughs> or YouTube vlogs. A lot yeah. of cuts you, in those. Right. A lot of YouTube vlog cuts. Uh, David Fincher's YouTube vlogs are a little much, I think. Yeah. Love it when he eats those hot peppers. Really though. disorienting. <laughs> uh, somebody said when they were in high school, they were at a party. Uh, in Marin County, mm-hmm. uh, in the in the sort of in the woods in Marin County, and a kid just kind of drifted out of a bush holding an open forty. 
Mm. That was cutty as fuck. Okay. Hella cutty, as we would have said. Sounds like it. Hella cutty. Dude came straight out. Is that cool? That that. means he's cool? No, that means he's fucking questionable. Yeah, okay. Mm. Sketchy. Just mad. Yeah. Sus. Yeah. Sus. Yeah. Very sus. Sounds like a real sus. Sus. Susp. Susp. Um, That's short for suspira. Yeah. (laughs) So... The show's over then. So, how do we end? I'm nervous. I'm nervous. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Good night. Thanks, guys. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.